<laughs> Where's my thing here? Because it's super loud and it's sorry, Connor. That's better. Second week in a row, my beer is exploding. How we doing? How we doing, everybody? Well, we're back from yesterday. We're back. We were just in the same room 24 hours ago, but now oh. we are back again. What a glorious day it was. You can tell we're kind of sick of each other because everybody's been. Uh, we were arguing a lot before. I was going to say, yeah, it was on pre-pod. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I'm glad we waited a while because it, it allowed everyone to get some of their bullshit out before we started. <laughs> um, but you know, this is also a beer podcast. For the first five minutes, it's it's only beer. So, so uh, good. Who wants to go first? White Claw. Excited White, about White, their beer. White Claw. Okay. <laughs> what flavor? Pineapple. Okay. Thanks. Cal's. That was Jalen with sports. Uh, cut. Andrew. Uh, I'm drinking Cloud Candy from Mighty Squirrel mm. IPA. Love it. Mighty Squirrel. Yeah. Sick dude. Answer our DMs. Sick. Yeah. Literally. Uh, Connor. Kind of, a, kind of a beer, but not really. He's in a phase. He's going non-alcoholic beer. Just a phase. Cerveza Atletica. Cerveza! From Atletica, Athletic Brewing Company. Yeah, you want to shout out your um, friend again? Yeah, Peter. Shout out Peter. On. I, I really want to try their IPAs, to be honest. No. I'm well, curious. Maybe just uh, you should. You should, yeah. I don't know. It's like a Mexican lager. Yeah. Tristan, can you bring your mic closer just to your... Yeah. There you go. I just sneeze. Got you! Oh. Sorry. Uh, is that beer? Like Tristan, it. what are you drinking? That's a sick can. That looks really cool. It looks like, oh, um, what's it called? A mug shot. That's much Excuse better. Excuse me, everybody. Um, kind of. This is a gift from Dad. Thank you, Dad. Shout out, Dad. He sent me a package. Of a, who, a few, who sent it to you? My dad. All right. My dad did. Uh, dad, shout out, Dad. Uh, Prison City Brewing in Auburn, New York. This is called Riot in Maine. Ooh, it's a sick, Imperial Double IPA. 8%, so it's kind of a smacker. I'm going to give it a go. Do we want to announce everything? Pretty damn good. Do you want to announce the big what? news? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. After, after beer. After oh, after come on, man. Relax. Sorry, I'm getting really excited. He's tasted his beer. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it good? Was it? it was delicious. Yeah, shout out to Dude, that's um, a cool can. Prison City Brewing. Yeah, I mean, it looks we'll like take a, a picture for the It pot, looks like so a mug shot, yeah, doesn't it? it? Cool. Kind of yeah. like that's where you shout like out post Dad. up. Yeah, that's cool, really cool. So after Andrew gets arrested on Saturday, or when the city opens. Our New England tour continues. Citro Mosaic and Simcoe Hops pair nicely against an English malt backbone. Mm. That sounds sound really good. That yeah. looks. I never heard that of Simcoe copywriting. It's um, a new one. What's points. We'll run Sim through points really pops. quickly. Go for points. Andrew and Jalen <coughs> uh, emerge both victorious with eleven. You guys tied. Um, Co losers. Yeah. <clears throat> Co winners. I was definitely the the sole loser with five. Uh, Connor, you had seven, so not a bad showing. Yeah. You know, you it's respectable. Oh, Neither of us are getting through the group. Those those are crazy games yesterday. Um, so yeah, yeah. Jalen Andrew, I'm thinking of an number between one and ten. What is it? Seven. Eleven. It was five. So Andrew wins. <laughs> That's cool. Glad we settled that because <laughs> I know you would have gone high. I just you went high, so he's closer to five. Uh, crazy games they were though. Crazy, crazy games. Indeed. We did. We did bring some points up because we do want to do kind of a rapid run through. We do. Let's just let's say the news, guys. Let's say the news. This Saturday, May 29th at three p.m. This Saturday at two forty-five. If you want to say, yeah. but Boston reopens. Um, we got some. The world some, reopens. The world reopens for us here. Um, and most our world. Reopens. Our world. Yeah. 
But uh, we'll be going live at Old Magoon Saloon in Somerville, Mass. Um, Old Magoon Saloon in Somerville. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking over. We're just quite the venue. We just we actually just we, swung by there. It looks um, very very cool. Today. Yeah, you guys visited it's earlier. Tell us, tell us about it. It's just got a. It's got like the perfect soccer bar feel. Well lit. <laughs> Champions Rustic. League banner on the side. They got screens that drop down. It's yeah. not just TVs, oh, nice. so it'll be like big viewing areas. Um, and Place yeah, it's going to be buzzing. And I mean, things are reopening, so it'll be a fun Should time. Be a good crowd. And yeah, just we're going live at two forty-five on Twitch. A lot of uh, a lot of promos coming up this week, so just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And uh, we're all looking forward. It's going to be a great time. Did you guys Can, notice that guy staring at us when we walked in? No. They almost punched him in the face. Table to the left, or right when we walked in, that dude and his uh, wife. I was like, "What are you looking at? Like, you ever seen a black person before? He's just staring gosh. at me." <laughs> I did not notice. Maybe he but. hadn't. Okay. Yeah. He, I was like, "Dude, what are you looking?" You bring at? up a good point. Um, <laughs> I never seen a guy with a gator on. He probably didn't know what to do. That's yeah. I didn't see that guy, but fuck um, that guy. Hopefully, hopefully he's not there. Uh, <laughs> bring him out back. Yeah, Jesus. No, we're excited that we're going to get some good beers. They're going to send some good beers our way. We're going to we're going to plug them. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. And the pictures they sent along made look like, delicious. I'd like to shout out to Holly. Um, shout out Holly. I had a Dorchester. She's um, co-founder and head of marketing at Dorchester Brewing Company. I've uh, been in contact with her as of late, and she really you know put us through this this bar. And also Dorchester um, is something that we are in the works of down the road. Yep. Yep. Um, so just shout out to her. She's been a real help so far, and we're looking forward to just getting this underway. Yeah, yeah, we're pumped. Thank this you, is huge. thank you, thank you. But we're gonna we're gonna post about it. So be on the lookout for that. More yeah, details. Some hot posts coming yep. up. Soon. Yep. So right on. That was huge. I'm excited. Gear up. Champions League final. Let's all go. English, all English final. Champions League final. <laughs> Man City, Chelsea. Bang, 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 bang. I still don't know who's going to win. I think. Should we go predictions on that right now? I still think it's City 2-1, to one, but, you know. It I, was, think it's, it I, I, think it's, I think it's City. Uh, City 2-1 is my prediction. Mine's City 3-1. City 3-0. City three zero. It's going to be a one zero game. I have a feeling. Yeah, I, I, I just don't get it because they're both teams that are possessed, and, and I just know City's just going to possess, possess more. Yeah, and they're going to possess a little bit more. I could also see you going form. to extra just. time. Yeah, that would be yeah. Wild. No one scoring. Oh my god, that'd be so brutal. Extra long. Put my head through. Hey, we, we have We're a lot of make it. To we have bad time. histories with live watches in the past. So when yeah, something comes up, live watches. Well, guys, it was zero zero again. We talked about nothing. It goes to extra time. We have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, yeah that's true. true. Yeah. If all four of us make it to extra time. Oh my god! I can just continue I, I drinking. Literally, old I literally beer. Think, no, Tristan will legit be the first one to tap out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'll be there. Yeah, just uh, by myself, probably. I'll, I'll be going strong. <laughs> all of us are just like. <laughs> They sent us pictures of the food, and the Reuben looked so good. Yeah, oh, the food yeah. looks amazing. I'm usually um, against oh. eating on a podcast because the sound of chewing directly into a microphone is not what needs to be in someone's ears. But, like, that Reuben looks so good. probably try to get there a little early. It might get yeah, the food in slam before, that Reuben before, right before kickoff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, right on. But. Uh, big stuff. Okay, so we have a few talking points when you did, like, like we said in pregame. Make sure we're disciplined. Make sure we're efficient. Make sure we're talking about the big talking points. Oh, yeah, 100%. The first of which being... Once again, St. Totteringham's Day canceled. <laughs> How was that parade? Was it fun? Did you have? Did you go out? Did you meet somebody? Uh, I bet it was fun. Yeah, no, it was canceled. Uh, Arsenal get a big win, two nothing. But Spurs come out of the woodwork with a four-two win over Leicester to stay ahead of them. They finish one spot above them. Yeah, Tristan was. I mean, emotions were running all day. 
I mean, blood pumping yeah. through his veins. I want to say that it was because you know I'm a big fan, and it's been a, a tough season, a lot of ups and downs, mm-hmm. mostly downs. But I think what really made the day was that I now get to play in the UEFA Europa Conference. That Did you I've see the trophy? Love so much. It's, it's a nice beautiful. Trophy. It's, it's awesome. Really nice. We're going to be the first ones to live. I'm going to be the first trophy in the cabinet. <laughs> Wait, what's the Europa Conference League? I like sorry. I I don't like really know. They just <laughs> modified the. Europa League? No, it's a it's, it's below. It's like a separate com- separate of the Europa competition, League. but just a further extension. Well, it, oh, it's, it, is it like you can play into the Europa League? I'm assuming. No, it's no. its, no, own, it's, conference. its own thing, it's, its own tournament. Yeah. It's just like for more European football. So I'm, I'm yeah. genuinely curious as to like the Thursday games. Like if Europa League, the early stages, you're out in like a place you've never heard of. What is the UEFA Europa Conference going to be like? I have no idea. There's a team called Santa Claus FC that plays in <laughs> Oslo, Norway. They're like a third or fourth division finish team and they're called Santa Claus FC because that is that is it's it's, it's in Finland not Norway uh because that's where Santa Claus is apparently from and so I'm thinking maybe Spurs will draw Santa Claus. Venetius, Venetius is going to be celebrating <laughs> a 10th minute goal like Aguero yeah. at His the own season over. winner. It is. Yeah, not sure it's going to He's not he won't be there. Oh, but he's hoping Kane's leaving. He's going to rub it in the face but of yeah. poor old men playing um, But that was big. I mean, that was just really the only win Spurs had this season. So. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal did the one too, and Pepe got two goals. So that was like... Pepe, Pepe played very good. He played great. Uh, speaking of the Foxes, man, oh man. they Did you guys know they spent more time in the top four than any other club this season? That's a real fact. It was fact. like 260-something days. They spent more time yeah. in the top four than any other club in the Even Premier League this season. Even City? Wow. Because City, I so mean, City's run City was, was later than I think you remember. They had a bunch of draws in the beginning of the year. So yeah. Like, it was, yeah. It was well, like City 262 came, days or something like that. Once they entered top four, they stayed from like February. Yeah, yeah. But it was, that's, a, that's a crazy stat. And that, to finish fifth. Despite that, Brendan Rodgers uh, still got a few of your player of the, or manager of the seasons. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah. I think that just the trophy, as much as that doesn't We'll talk about it when we get there, but, but I mean, Leicester overall finishing out of the top four another, is a huge another disappointment. Really huge they disappointment. They did it last season, the slide at the end yeah. of the season. It's mm-hmm. like you can just see it's a mental thing for them. Yeah. And yeah. I think if, if you want to be critical on Brendan Rodgers, that's something that it's more than just him. I think the players are at fault a lot of the time, a lot of performances that they should, a lot of the games they should have won. They lost their be- rock in the back. It's, um, I say rock in the back. They had Fafana, but Johnny Evans, like a Johnny leader Evans. that can keep people calm in that moment. Fafana came off, too. Yeah, James injured. Justin being injured. Yeah. Harvey Barnes. They I mean, did deal with a lot of injuries. I think, and yeah. DD out from, like, obviously they were winning games, but he was yeah, out yeah, for yeah, a yeah, big yeah. part of the season. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll keep it. What? We'll keep it till later, man. Come on. Say, yeah, Focus. Part Come of my on, shout. Man. Oh well, well, that's just like no. no I'm saying no, like for the sake no. of Leicester being out of the top yeah, four, no. top four. No, Chelsea maybe feeling a bit blue. Credit to Connor for that joke. <laughs> Connor always the with one. the knee slappers. <laughs> uh, no, but Chelsea probably aren't feeling that great going into this Champions League. Chelsea final. fans are definitely not. Chelsea fans aren't feeling good. So no, the that was got to be feeling that. I, I definitely mean, think this is that's a that's one of the reasons why I'm like right, City here. Probably gonna get this win. And if, if Lester didn't choke, Chelsea would have finished outside. Yeah. So thank God for four. Spurs. I mean, like without without another team's poor performance, Chelsea wouldn't have been able to save themselves. Like yeah. all they had to do was go win this game. All they had to do was go win the FA Cup final. Not to make it seem that simple, but like they should be beating a Villa side on the last day of the season when all the cards are down. And Tuchel, what do you guys think about that? Like, <laughs> that say, was say, the whole reason I didn't, sorry to cut you off, that was say, the whole yeah. reason I didn't pick him as my manager of the season. Yeah. That last game, I just I, I don't know. I, I, it, 
at the very end, he just wasn't quite convincing enough for me. And Moyes, for me, just had more of a game plan. What do you think is going to happen if they obviously finish out of the top four, obviously lost the FA Cup final, they lose the Champions League final? What happens with Tuchel? I mean, they sacked Sari, and he won a title with. Oh, them I think season. he stays. They've over. Stays. They, they yeah. overachieved. No, I know. I, I, I just want to know. I mean, they did finish. I think fourth. he definitely could get fired. Don't put. Don't put it past Chelsea. But um, I, I mean, they it, finished fourth though. Like they didn't finish. The, outside. Oh, the sorry. Only, yeah. The only person finish. they could. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I'm thinking about Leicester. The yeah. they could that's what like, agree and like. The market's not that hot the right now. The manager market right now is dog shit. Yeah, to be honest. Graham Potter would probably yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah Spurs that's, all, that's the only reason why he wouldn't get sacked. But like, they, I don't yeah, know. I Chelsea are so weird like that. They can pull anything out of the hat. I could see Graham Potter at Chelsea. What is with you, dude? Graham Potter can manager. Can go anywhere. Tristan just hyping him up so when Spurs has him, it's not as like shady. The best option would be Nuno. Liverpool complete the story and go third. That they do. That was such a joke. Yeah. What? That they do. So, so Connor, Connor actually stated that we were coming up with like quick topic titles while we were before the podcast, and Connor throws this one right after the gem that was Chelsea feeling blue. Yeah, he followed up with Pool go third. The sequel is never as good as yeah. the original, as most people know. It was a bit of a story. Come on, guys! Like <laughs> Allison, the only story, ninety fifth minute you headed goal. Story. Not, right. Allison, ninety fifth minute headed goal hey, to I'll keep tell you our what, hopes I'll alive. Tell you what. We go to Old Trafford. We tear up United. Make them look silly. <laughs> yeah, we could have won even, that game. You know what he's trying to do? I'm not doing we, it. You know we, what he's trying to we do? We could have won that game six <laughs> two. But it's also just the fact that like when we. Like needed to pull together, we pulled together despite it all. Reese Williams, I don't Matt think it's Phillips. not a story. Shut up! I just told the game. Not a story, they're, dude. They're the best. They're supposedly the best title Trent team in the world. Whipping balls in on a silver platter for all <laughs> his <laughs> teammates. Think about the teams you'd rather see in the Champions League. You'd put Liverpool above Leicester City. They're a team more equipped. For no, the me, I'd rather have more deserving of Champions League. Yeah, because then United can get out of the group. What what made the most sense happen? So I'm really not all that surprised. People that think it was just Crazy push. I'm not trying to discredit Liverpool. I'm just saying, yep, they should have been in third place. That's the they team won, that should they, be going to Champions they the, League. They anyway. were title-winning team last year. So. Especially, like, the team next season, that Liverpool field. And, like, obviously Chelsea. Those are the four clubs you want to see playing. Yeah. And representing England. Not to knock the other cl- clubs, but, like... Yeah, you look at the top You don't four. want West Ham and Leicester to go, and then they get knocked out of the group, and yeah. then there's two English I think West Ham was the yeah. least one I wanted ever to grace the champions. So I, yeah, I, I you, it would be like Porto. I, I don't know what to say. But I low-key did, because just because Lingard would have been like it feels the main factor. Because so. we, we just spent a whole yeah. episode going, oh, the Super League is bad. Now all these teams don't get a chance to play, and then we're following it up with, yeah, you know, but West Ham was not really. But it's true. They were not ever going to have a good showing in Champions League. And you want the teams from England to do the best. I like that two English teams are in the final right now. Don't like either of those teams, but I like the fact it that would be cool though to see West final. Ham. It would be cool. It would be cool. And yeah, I'm sure the be fans in West Ham would absolutely love it. It would be cool if they performed in the Champions League. No, no, no. It would be, regardless, it'd be very if they did I like know, I'd I not want to see Mark Noble versus Tony Cruz in the midfield. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> advantage Noble, dude. Advantage Mark Noble. Tony Cruz has never seen anything as like a Mark fan. I'd be like, what is that? What is this? Forehead. As a Prem fan, I thought it would have been something to. It would have been something to see. I thought it would have been very. Cool. You're just all up on your Lingard. No, it, no it, dude. It, any of these teams, if they were to make t- top four, Andrew. Cool. I mean, I mean, yeah, it'd Andrew, be cool for the moment. Yeah, that's what I'm moment. saying. For the moment, I'm not. Yeah. But not in not champ- every season. Not like, in Champions League play, though. They're gonna get torn apart, dude. Whatever. I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool. Moving on, Andrew. 
Turn that frown upside down, and why don't you tell me about United's youth that helped seal a two-to-one uh, win over Wolves? So it was a good showing. You, you brought it up. We gave you some shtick, but it was a fairly good so point. It was impressive. Give Ole a little shout, too. Alanga. So, um, what'd you say his name was? Shit Thorpe or whatever it was? You said it wrong like a hundred <laughs> times. Tire. Shit tire? Yeah. Short tire. No, I thought it was Shatiri. Yeah, it's short tire. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dude, there, he could not no, be... He no. could be Sorry, long you off. Keep going. Talk go about on. the goal go scores. No, so... Uh, I saw this quick fact on one of the pages I follow. It's called UTD it's Inside called United. Uh, um, and <laughs> what? This, this page I follow, so United fan for life. This is a crazy stat. Fifty percent of all Manchester United players since 1939 have come through the youth system. That is a crazy stat. Fifty percent of Dude, all of their players. I don't. Yeah, we know because you you tell us every single fucking one. But that actually, came actually, United player. I, I, I like I like the okay, fact. Okay, okay, storyteller. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah so story, that Connor, that for me is a crazy start. In this match, we had Henderson, Williams, Tunzebe, Alanga, Hannibal, Fish, McTominay, Greenwood, Rashford. Rashford and um, Shortire. Fish? Rashford. Oh. Yeah, Fish. There's a Fish came off the bench. Another <laughs> player. Fish Who's in the starting Do you know who that is? I don't know who Fish I did not know him until that until he came on that day. Large amount of bass. As but, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had all... That boy wet. That boy wet. <laughs> all these players... Um, sorry. <laughs> You guys are ridiculous. Um, that was the craziest line in the world. <laughs> no, but legitimately, like these, this is like a crazy stat. This is like for United. This is this is what they're all about. Obviously, Alonga getting on the score sheet um, was huge, and uh, the likes of Diallo played out of his mind that day too. One of the big, big things that I hear that I saw from a lot of the fans and from my my own self was his fearlessness. He's a player that likes to drive at players. Um, take chances and loves the badge. Very like that's a that's what you want wearing the United the United jersey is someone who does take chances and takes risk. If you watch the Sir Alex Ferguson clip with Gary Neville, he talked about there's no such thing. He's like I don't understand these there's teams no that, that that sit, sit back, back like go for the risk zero, like zero. go for the win. <clears throat> this is football like we we fight till the 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 end. So for me, amen. Watching these players, the young players, um, give their all and Andrew. and do their best for the badge is great and. The youth youth players are the best way to go for that stuff. So. They have the perfect example in Marcus Rashford. Yeah, to mm-hmm. like follow suit. But yeah, that example of a human being and every and player and yeah. whatever you want, any walk of life. Yeah, he's a good representation. Occasionally of what on the gram, he throws up just this dope ass photo shoot he had with like Vogue or something. I'm like, damn. Yeah, he's like Marcus a, around him. Also, the, <laughs> also, also noted notably the like most philanthropic. Philan- philanthropic? philanthropic philanthropic i got you guys individual in england yeah. despite his net worth being only like 13 million yeah. he donated like 20 million mm-hmm. so Crazy. he he offered more than what he's actually worth and like the person that was his second money guy was probably like marcus don't do that <laughs> yeah. and he was like fuck you yeah but it's, it's also just the influence just like, he had to like raise that <laughs> money and raise bonus. that awareness <laughs> And then the person in second was worth like 153 million and only de- donated like 12 million. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's that's, cra- that's easy. It's to very do, admirable you know? for that type so, of, that's hey, of uh, players. Another, another great like player of the year, uh, just great all all around guy was also on that list. Was he Jordan Henderson? What a guy! Oh my god, he's a good, good all around guy. But yeah, that's Jordan all I have off. to say about United's youth. And I mean, shout out to Ole for bringing a lot of them through the first team. Shout out Ole for playing the youths. I agree. Um, okay, so. This is our team of the season episode. So what we're going to do, as we had discussed before, start from the back and move forward. So we're each going to give our goalkeeper. We're each going to give our back line. We're each going to give our midfield, and we're each going to give our front line. You can set the team up how you want. You can pick whoever you want. 
Doesn't mean we won't shit on you if we don't like the pick, but we're going to just try and keep this as organized as possible. So, I don't think I think those are all the rules, right? Do we have any more? Wait, that's what did you say we're starting with? Goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. Are we going to do manager? Like, should we no, pick we'll, our coach? No, should, no, do you no. want to go slower? No, we'll do that. After. We'll do that after. We'll okay. do that. Yeah, okay. one of the, that's a, that's a good question. Did I stutter? <laughs> Shit. Okay, Graham Potter ass. Why don't you start out with, with goalie, Connor, by oh, the way? We're we starting go. with okay. goalie, Connor. Goes on, okay. Stick. Allison. Oh, my God. Is my goalkeeper. Okay. For the team of the season. All right, state your argument. I think that he single-handedly at times kept Liverpool in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he proved his ability to just his his one-on-one. Yeah, he didn't have the most clean sheets. Ederson had that by like Country a vast mile. amount. Yeah, um, but I think that Allison, like his shot-stopping ability, was on full display at times this season. He had a couple rocky moments, but he outshined them like immediately. There were times where Liverpool would be caught on a counter, opened up. It was 1v1s, and I don't think there's a better keeper that can save a one-on-one chance. I think that he's one of the best at closing down space and making the save or just like forcing players into a difficult shot. Um, but I think that like he had one of his best seasons for Liverpool this season. And um, he's definitely had a terrible personal season. Yeah, that as well. So, he absolutely. Played, he played through. Still. Just about the worst thing that can happen to a person happen to him. Yeah. And I can't even imagine what yeah. he uh, went through. And not, a, I mean, th- one of the shakiest like back lines in front of him as well to just keep playing at the level that he did and try to lift the boys all the time. Like Liverpool certainly found energy in his ability to stop shots. And I think that he had a major influence and grew as a leader and like almost like a father figure to a lot of players in front of him. Um, Led all keepers in goal scoring. That was big. Yeah, that is big. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my, that's my guy. That's my reason. Um, Think what you want. Definitely a bias. No, I, I, I don't think that's a bad bi- shot. I think I really it is don't. a bit biased. Trent would have been, like, been worse. So um, but I think, Way worse. I think Allison was underappreciated there's like three, this season. There's like two keepers you can pick without getting any shit, and it's Ederson and, and yeah. Allison. That's right. I feel like those are really the safe the safe two picks. Or Mendy. Yeah, Mendy's a good shout, too. Or Mendy. Yeah. He, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Or Emmy. De Gea. We'll get there. Sorry, hey, I would have been saying. Well, can, it's also so hard to pick a goalkeeper. Right. Let me just state this yeah. because, like, because everybody expects different things. Exactly, of a goal. everyone's yeah. comforted yeah. by a different. Every, type every of team keeper. expects something yeah. different. And, and exactly. you could pick a Johnston or a Dubrovka and make just as much of an argument. Yeah, yep. but like they have barely any clean sheets to show for, but their shot stopping ability and like you see you every aspect of their game. You can't deny game, so. Johnston keeping West Brom just afloat and having a chance. It's he all about context like, for yeah. these he goalkeepers. He faces 10 shots yeah. a game. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. tough. Uh, what should we want to go with? Me? Go ahead. Okay, uh, I went with Martinez from Aston Villa. Another good shout. Like Connor just said, in terms of context, a, a keeper that gets a lot of shots his way and, I mean, he's made some unreal slaves, saves this season alone. And I just think his progression as a goalkeeper, too, has really been, um, like, notable. Like, from leaving Arsenal and then never really seeing the field, going to Villa and having... I mean, he's been playing well since last season. And so I think this is a great... For me, a good choice, a fair choice. It'd be easy for me to pick Ederson because, obviously, he was in a city side that... He had 19 clean sheets or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so... Who, Ederson? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could, I could have gone with Ederson, but I just think for the sake of, like, 
what a, what a goalkeeper has to face day in day out. Uh, Martinez gets a whole lot of it, so and he does a great job. That's me. On to the next. Uh, Jay? I picked Ederson. Um, just he, oh, you did? <laughs> no, I actually didn't know. No, that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was the only one. No, I picked Ederson. Um, Ederson, I think is he he had a really good season. I I think he's the best. He had the best prem goalkeeper campaign, if that's the best way to put it. I think he. One downside to having him is that he had the best defense in the league in front of him, so that obviously biases his Golden Glove chances. And I'm still going to put him there. I know he's had a lot of weird, shaky moments during the season too. He's on. He does. He does a lot of weird stuff sometimes, and you're just like, he'll come out at like the 35 yard line to like boot the ball up the field, and you're like, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm, get back. Yeah. In the, but like other than that, like flair, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Allison does the same. Other than that, his coming out of coming out of the net ability on corners and stuff like that, he's just he's his distribution. Yeah, he can that's, he, that's, he can ping a ball. Yeah, I mean, you did an excellent job in summing up his whole game, as I knew you would. The only thing that I would add is the distribution. I mean, that I think that's a part of his game that doesn't quite go under the radar anymore. I think everybody kind of knows that he's an ex- excellent distributor of the ball, but. He, there aren't a lot of keepers who can launch a full field there pass was, as he did against Spurs this season, right before the famous Davinson Sanchez moment. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'll never live it down. Um, I felt like that was me on the field that, that day. Okay. Uh, no, but I mean, he he really is fantastic with his vision on the field, and I think that does lead to those moments you meant the the weird moments where he's like, "Why would you kick it like a low burner, like a worm burner, like twenty yards out of the goal to like the other team immediately?" Sometimes you get those weird moments, but I mean, his acrobatics are pretty damn good too. I feel like Allison's a better PK stopper, but he's probably a close second. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty fantastic. So not like we went on a limb, but that's why at least we picked him. I mean, it kind of sucks not to say David De Gea because like how you were talking yeah. about like pure goal saving ability, like that man can obviously save anything. Yeah, yeah. but like but then uh, like Henderson edged him out at the end of the season. It's just tough. I, I think I honestly. I think that, like, entire thing is just, like, I think that was just to calm him down and be, like, just to get him to shut up about, like, wanting to leave and stuff like that. I think the balance, mm-hmm. I mean, Hen- I mean, I know David had a bunch of other things going on, but I think also playing Henderson more also had to do with being, like, all right, here, like, show what you can do. Yeah, I, I mean, De Gea is, I, I know, everyone knows his quality, but, I mean, it's had a, it's been a rough season for him alone, too, and he's had some great performances already, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to argue against Anyone pick, being picked over him, so yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not not worth it. Dean's got to ditch the hat next season, but Dean's got to fucking uh, play better. Next season. So uh, Dean, not okay with the hat, dude. Do you know what the hat is unreal? It ruins my whole day. Do you know what the hat is unreal? I mean, it's it's practical. I don't. It lie makes lie. sense, no, 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 no. but like, why does it's no other sunny. goalkeeper wear? Nobody it? else is wearing a hat. <laughs> Nobody else is wearing. People do it. Keepers used to do it all the time. Used to. I don't know. Used to the shaggy bottom pants too, and you don't see that a lot anymore. Used to wear gloves. Yeah, true. Oh my god! Absolutely shambolic. Um. Okay, so we had two Edersons, we had an Emmy, and we had an Allison. Now I move on to the defense. Connor, take us any right. way you'd like, whether it's left to right or middle to outside, outside to in. Yep. So I'm going. Defenders. I'm going left to right. Thank you. Um, Who would do that inside? <laughs> that was a crazy right, suggestion. Right then inward. Um. So left back. Uh, this is probably going to be a unanimous unanimous one if I had to guess, but Luke Shaw at left back. It's great to see him back at full force because uh, a guy that's been troubled by injury for so long. Um, but I do think he was 
like United's most reliable and instrumental defender the entire season. There was no drop off in play. He offered a lot going forward, creating chances. This is the football that you want to see him play, and I hope that he carries it into the Euros because um, England's going to need that, and they need that defensive certainty, uh, which he has offered. Fafana, center back with Diaz. Diaz, no question. Fafana making a name for himself in his first season. Uh, with Leicester? Is that his first season with yeah, Leicester? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it yep. is. Um, he's only, what, 21? Yeah, he's... 21, I think. Yeah. Just so very early on in his career, but to make, to stamp... I mean, Diaz is only 23, but for these two guys to stamp and like prove their worth to their team and to the entire league in one season, for me, there's very little to argue um, for Diaz. There's nothing to argue for Diaz, Fafana. There just isn't... There, there's not a lot of center backs to pick from this season. <laughs> this was a great very, year for a, very for a low for a yeah. center back um, to rise up yep. and, and take this. And especially like Lester troubled with injuries, he might not have gotten the nod that he got because Soyuncu, Johnny Evans are center backs, but Soyuncu out for a good part of the season. Like they have defenders that they could have played. But, but if Soyuncu this, was better, I think he could have made this team. Though he just he he, he did come back, but he also just didn't play, didn't wasn't play as good as up he to par. normally was. Yeah. yeah. But Fafana, phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, an athlete back there. He can read the game. Um, that's certainly something that he's going to improve upon. And then, uh, I don't I can't say anything bad about Ruben Dad. Like, we were watching him in, I forget which game. It was probably the PSG game or the PSG Champions League. Yeah, it was the Champions League final. When he was just fucking yeah. throwing was his crazy. body. I'm just watching John Stones, like, stare yeah. at fucking Ruben Diaz just like that, like, throwing that, his that's body my- at every shot and Stone just helps him up every time. Yeah. He's like, yep, this is the center back. I'm going to get that. such a nice clean sheet out of this. <laughs> <laughs> his mouth is watering as Ruben Diaz is there. All this. You're making me look so then, good. Um, I just show up with a nice fade every day, man. I appreciate you. She's fading some dance moves in the locker room. Yes. That's all I provide. Yes. And then uh, moving to right back, it's Cancelo. Uh, <clears throat> honorable mention, Trent. Uh, we had the same, oh, so great. Um, same back line. No, City's, go City's back line is nothing. <laughs> Pep figured out how to defend for an entire season, and City's back line is probably one of the best that the Prem seen in the last five to ten years. So that's that's, that's my show. back line. Two, two City players. Useless this and then round. two Starlets. <laughs> I'll just right. press the buttons. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? <laughs> what is that? It's like da 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 da. Okay, uh, that's the one I just did. All right, so I'll go. Um, Luke Shaw, Connor mentioned it. It's not just him going forward; it's him defensively, and his physicality is also. He's like he's stocky as hell, and he has the pace and um, defensive he's IQ. Built. Don't love he's the body a, shaming, but keep going. You know what's crazy he's about built, his stature? He's like, built crazy. He's no, built, dude, I think he only weighs like a hundred and sixty pounds. It's crazy. He's probably mostly muscle then. Dude, he weighs 165 he pounds. He's like a six. He's one. like a human chicken breast. He really. Is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how he appears so lean. He's the most, at, great, the the really most athletic chicken thigh yeah, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> that is a cut chicken thigh. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I mean Connor mentioned it all. So with my left center back, this is like we all mentioned, so hard to pick from. I chose McGuire. Um, obviously in the beginning of the I'm season. I'm glad one person, I, I knew it was going to be the United fan, but I am glad that he did make somebody's team because he really did deserve it. Yeah, so I, at the beginning of the season, I was, I'm I'm still I like, I'm still skeptical of him at times, but he, he was playing 
atrociously this beginning. I a feel lot, kind of lot, bad. I, I feel like everyone a lot, played bad. A lot of the United players did. <laughs> yeah. It's not just not even United players. Yeah. Like Everybody Mal, had a nightmare. There so many players that played shit in the beginning and so, of the season. So the biggest thing so about Maguire... It was perfect all year. Maguire did find his form, and he's now proven to be... Proven to be one of the... Um, one of the strongest center backs in the league right now, and I think, I think with one of the biggest things with McGuire is like his partner. We talked about like if he gets another center back that's on the same par as them or better, it would be like we would it'd be a title challenge, a title challenging team for United. So if you put Ruben Diaz next to McGuire, you'll get a better, John, a way better John Stones. In my opinion, you get you get everything John Stones has and much more. So them together would be. Less goals would be a force. Would be would be a force to be dealt with, and that who's that's who that's who my right center back is. It's Ruben Diaz. Those two together would be. I mean, Connor mentioned it. The PSG game. So yeah, let's look at those highlights. Joao Cancelo, obviously. Um, also, I think with Ruben Diaz, um, Ruben Diaz security, Cancelo allowed to go forward more. Him going forward is like second to none. The best in the league. Best in the world. And he has the pace to get back and track back against other players. <laughs> you, who do you think is the best right back in the world right now? Who do going you forward, think he's gonna say he's one Andrew? of the best right back going right backs going forward in in the world. Yes, one of the best. Okay, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I agree. Just not the best. I'd say, I'd, say I'd say he's. I'd say he's. I'd say he's just going as, forward. Yeah, yeah. I'd say he's just as good. Why did Trent have more assists? I don't have a lot to add because there's more going forward than whipping a ball yeah, into a box. Way, yeah, 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 way more. You seen that? You just more ball. I will say my least favorite people are like heat map people. The people that just heat map. You haven't seen his heat map? I agree. Sometimes those are really interesting, though. What screams heat map is insane. Screams that guy more than a heat map. What screams somebody who has Instagram more than somebody who says, "Look at this heat map." Like, but his heat map is insane. He really, he is a rover. I don't know what. And and after every single game, Pep is just constantly coaching him off the field. Yeah, yeah. Give me a headache. He's also super young still. Super young. Cancelo, fantastic right back. That's what I. I have just think. Add. I also think with like the with when you look at my the backline I have, I just think with like the security in the backline, like the fluidness. Yeah. Ruben Diaz right next to him. There's just so much freedom for him, mm. and like at the end of the day, Cancelo has the, all the quality. So, Jalen, did you have anyone different than Cancelo, Fofana, Diaz, or Shaw? Uh, yeah, I had Thiago Silva at center back. Okay. So stay your uh, argument. I I think his veteran presence mess mixed with. He's still really, really like athletic for his age. Mm-hmm. I just thought he's got legs in him still. He's really good in the air, and he's not that tall. I, th- I think he's a very good technical center back, in that he can very, very well pay a short. Like he's good with short passes, just in and around the box. Um, Chelsea was really happy with him. I mean, I don't know if anyone was shaky with the signing, but maybe just because he was a little bit older. But he, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he overperformed, but I would say he definitely played. He was to on a very, free too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, played at a very high level. And I just thought he he obviously like any other person this season had ter- like terribly shaky moments and he probably oh. didn't play his greatest under uh, Frank, but I just think he had a phenomenal season. He was one of those players. There were many I think really happy to see Frank go. That's a good point. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I had the same. I had Luke Shaw, uh, Diaz, Diaz, and then Cancelo, Cancelo, Cancelo. Okay. 
We're moving along nicely here. Kinsella's like, thirty-five crazy, minutes. Yeah. Kinsella's crazy teams that he used to play for too. Inter, Inter, and Juventus. Juventus, Juventus yeah, crazy. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. And he came from, and then he came from Benfica. So, mm-hmm. how old is he? I was surprised. He's, 20, he's twenty-five. I, yeah. I was surprised like, when he left. Even Juventus. for being twenty-five, that's like a lot, he was of, only a lot of teams. He was only at Inter for a year. He's about to hit his prime. He was at Juventus for two. He was at, and then he got swap deals for and for Danilo. Yeah. What, I don't even know. That's the craziest deal. In the uh, when I saw that, when that happened, I was like, wow. That's like Barcelona switching Pjanic and Arthur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot he existed. Where does he play now? Juventus. A, yeah, Juventus. He still what? plays a lot, but. Does he? Yeah. He's still have a mohawk? Who? Who's the guy with the mohawk? Who had the crazy mohawk? That Vel- was Vidal. 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 He's on, he's on Inter. On he Inter plays now. on Inter. Is yeah. he still have the Mohawk? Yeah, yeah. He'll, I'll never. He'll be scares me. Lena's cat. <laughs> I feel like I owe that guy twenty bucks. He reminds me of his casket with a fucking. He reminds mohawk. me of Star Lord. Star Lord's dad. Uh, oh, I know. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugandu yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chris yeah. Pratt's de- like yeah. foster father in yeah. uh, Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know. Just Google it. I guess. <laughs> uh, okay. We got through defenders pretty efficiently. Someone's just gonna have to say something reckless and stupid. Then well, we're getting. Well, I think we're getting. The midfield, midfield will be a bit be. of a hot topic. Uh, Connor, take it away. I don't know that we're this disagreeable tonight, but I'm pretty all sure right. we all have the same two people in all our things. Yeah, let's um, talk about that third person. Okay, Wait, so, so who do we have? Everyone, the just two, decide who the two people two are. Two staples in the midfield De this season. De Bruyne and yeah. Bruno. Bruno. Bruno De Bruyne. Did everybody have Bruno and De Bruyne? Yes. Yeah. So let's maybe bring up like one or two point. Why did we have them? Why did we take Bruno? I mean, Bruno United finished second. Bruno was the instrumental for every uh, for the whole season. Without Bruno, United Mass- aren't, aren't massively United. was influential. Um, and this, his numbers alone, I mean, look at the goals and assists. I'm in a good mood tonight. Yeah. Spurs one four two. I compliment his penalty taking. I'm not going to shit on yeah. him. For he did have penalties. a lot of PKs. But Somebody still, who yeah. scores a lot of penalties, it's Nandes. not an easy thing to do. It's a skill, and he has a good yeah. skill for it. So, so I just good on br- you. Just look, go watch his highlights. And Bruno is by yeah. far if yeah one if of the best midfielders in the league play, in the like, world right now. His eyes in the back of his head is crazy on that dude. He knows, big he, know, he knows where he knows where everyone. His is. His eyes are so big he can see both behind him to the side and in front. The, of Ever- him the Everton times. goal is like all you need to know about what, how Bruno Fernandes awareness on the pitches. Mm. The dump, the the shimmy, and then the he just lofts it over Pickford. <gasps> yeah, well, yeah. not a lot. He hits Short it, but it's like a Pickford. very weak wow. hit. But over yeah, no, Bruno's over like and a, Bruno's a no brainer. He's, I mean, De Bruyne. De Bruyne is some maybe one of the very few midfielders. It's funny we were all talking beforehand about the players who didn't get picked, and De Bruyne was hurt for a little while. He also did wasn't playing that great for a little while, and yet when he turned it on, he seemed to become an automatic pick for everybody. And he's the only midfielder of the bunch who he's just so we didn't hold it against. We didn't hold time off against them so much that we didn't pick them. He was he was automatically in there. Can't not you can't watch De Bruyne and not think he's like the best mid, one of the best midfielders in the to ever world, play in the Premier in the League. Yeah, ever to play ever play in the Premier League, like the best distributor in the world at that right now. Yeah, he reminds me so much of Paul Scholes too. A lot of a lot of his game reminds me of Paul Scholes from when it was, whether it's long range shooting and distribution and raw skill. I just a lot of the there's a lot of similarities. Aware, there, awareness is like similar to Bruno. His awareness is, is long. Is better, might be, it's probably better than Bruno, and it's. Just his ability to pick out a pass is insane. Yeah. It, it, it's also like to look at City and see like when they didn't have De Bruyne, if not for a miraculous run from Gundogan, like then 
City could have been a much different team come the end of the season. Could have been doing a lot more fighting than they needed to do at the end yeah, of the like season. Yeah, like Gundogan played out of his fucking mind for he that stretch. He takes penalties, too. If that, like, All around. Yeah, if, if he didn't step up, then De Bruyne coming back would have... He would have just proved himself, but yeah, I don't know. De Bruyne's a no-brainer, just like Bruno. Like they're fucking, he's like the little leaguer who we're plays so, shortstop and pitcher. And we're so kid, privileged, the coach's son. So privileged to have those two midfielders in the fucking. You think, you think about league. midfielders in the world? We have a, in the Premier League alone. There's so much quality. It's yeah. insane. Oh yeah. Obviously, there's the likes of Cruz and Modric at their at their peaks. In Spain, but seeing the the midfielders and now down, they're the like midfielders out. are proper players. Yeah. I mean, they're built, they're strong, they're big, they're fast, they're smart, they're they're very very well kept individuals. It's one of the hardest positions on the field. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Now to get into the let's get into this weird so third. Obvious. Mine is Yuri Tillemans um, for Leicester City. Hunter. I love it. Uh, he's an engine. He ball winner. Distributor, goal scorer for Leicester, obviously scored. You saw what he's capable of in that FA Cup strike. Um, but this guy, he's going to be playing for Belgium in the Euros. Definitely a player to watch. And this season, he, in a in a like, uh, I don't know if ravaged is the word, ravaged Leicester midfield without Madison. He was playing over Madison even when Madison was healthy. Depleted, I would say, yeah. is the word I would use. Um, Ravage de- is a bit violent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, depleted Leicester midfield. He certainly was the Paralegal. glue that kept this team together in not only proving, like, being a defensive stable asset to the, like, team. That's why I refer to him as an engine, because it was on both sides of the ball. And then him going forward and picking passes, his little through balls he was playing this season were just pristine. And then his his goals to add is just, like, cherry on top. He was fucking unreal. It's a fair shout. It and seems he, like Lester cool. like Lester has a lot of players who you go, oh, man, what would they do without him? It's, it's, it's yeah. a... Yeah. The sum of parts that are so crucial, one and the same. And yet, to me, Tillemans is still the most important player over Madison, over Wes Morgan, over Iannaccio. I, I mean, you, you look at... Wes like, Morgan is a club legend, so I just you, put him in that... You look, Johnny Evans, but, yeah. you, Johnny look Evans. At, you look at their midfield. Um, Indeedy was out for a good portion of the season. Madison was out for almost like the first I mean, half or phenomenal. third of the season. So Pretty sure Indeedy was out longer than Madison. Yeah, he was. Madison he was, came yeah. back a lot earlier and then struggled to get into the side at first because his form wasn't great. <laughs> but that was a crazy. And then right. Mendy wasn't Mendy hurt for a little. Mendy bit? was filling in for Ndidi and played but phenomenal. Tillman's and like literally no one around him. Like I couldn't even name Lester's backup midfielders, and he was just bossing. He's it. so he's yeah, I, I, he's so much beyond Lester. Not to like say they're bad, but that's like, why I want to see him in the he, Euros. He can easily leave and go anywhere he wants to. Yeah, no, I, I agree City. with that. The next I'm the Liverpool and replace Genie. That'd be he's a prime oh, replacement for Genie. He would be such a good fit at Liverpool. It makes me sick. Um, for me, uh, it's Gundogan and Gundogan, Gundogan, Ilkay, Gundogan, Ilkay. Um, German Armenian. Connor, you didn't bring up this point, and I think it's another uh, testament to you know, Tielemans and a player like Tielemans and Gundogan. It's um, stability for the squad we have right now in the midfield with Bruno and. And De Bruyne, um, they offer that grittiness while also quality on the ball. But they're that box to box. Gunagon, same player, box to box, a lot of skill. PK taker, like Tristan mentioned, mm. uh, and I just think he he can, can control a tempo of a game and break up play very easily as well. So 
for me, it just adds stability to a already midfield full of quality going forward. So for me, yeah. it's going to go on. And he just played a massive, massive role, like Connor Huge. mentioned about before. He saved, I think he saved City. And he, was, he, uh, he didn't save City. He got City like 10 points. He got that 10 points for them more. Yeah. Put on there. Yeah. yeah. He would have, it would have been more of a, yeah. a level playing no, field I, with could, United. I if, agree. I'm if glad he was I'm, not in that I'm squad. very glad you picked him because it was super unjust to remove him from the player of the year conversation. I think as rapidly as we did, there was that stretch where City were really good. De Bruyne was both injured or just wasn't playing that great. And he was really standing yeah. out as a huge part of that team, which I think he always was as big a part yeah. of that team. But I think as soon as City started playing really well as a whole, it, got to the point where he wasn't playing as much or yeah. not, not that he wasn't playing as much, but his role was just, he wasn't shining as bright as he was before. So. Also the, the amount of games he played was also crazy. That's, yeah, <laughs> true. Well, it's just insane. In a team that's very hard to break the yeah. 11 every single week. He was there. What's insane about these true number eights is they, they're forced into accepting the role as the second best midfielder on every yeah. team because they're not allowed to take those advanced roles. Like, Gundwin, but when you give these players the freedom to run forward like Gundwin had when he was a a replacement for De Bruyne when De Bruyne was out and he had that liberty to go forward, like the goals, the assists, everything is there, but then he comes back, he fills that number eight role, which is a valuable role to a team, but doesn't get any of the like praise, media it's not, it's attention, not a, uh, anything like yeah. that. Just like if, it's if unthankful Lester, position. Yeah, if yeah. Lester ever Lester ever gave Tillemans um like the freedom to go forward, he's gonna he's probably gonna produce similar goals. Genie yeah. Wayne Alden's another example, but these are the players that teams need to have that no one wants to appreciate. But the actual talent these guys have is just goes under the radar. Like it goes how well rounded yeah. of a player they they're the most well rounded players on the field. Mm-hmm. They can defend, they can attack, and whatever role they're in, they're gonna do that job phenomenally if they're top tier players. Exactly. Which is well said. It's like honor. sick to me. I love it. Well Jalen, said. who is your weird third man out? So I put, uh, is it Thomas Suchek? Thomas Suchek. Another beautiful pick. And you could say any number of good things about him. He's a so I, I would say it was a combination. It's funny because like he's like he's definitely a number six. Shorts, Bayern Munich shorts. <laughs> but uh, he's definitely he's definitely a number six, and he played basically a eight and a six the entire season. Yeah. That man was scoring from the he would come he from the deepest goals. deepest role of the field, and he would come and score goals. Him and and he's an underrated find because both him and Sufal I think are from are they from Red Star? Um, or am I just making stuff up? Keep talking about him. We'll look Thomas Suchik had ten goals this season. Everybody, pretty damn good. And he was just all over the place. He had some red, funny red cards, funny yellow cards, but he dominated the game physically. He was just cute. He's huge, Monster. good on the ball, and I think he was a very big part of like where. Did they sign him at the beginning? Slavia Prague, Slavia Prague, Prague, yes, because um, did PSG play them in the chat? No, they, PSG played Red Star and they destroyed them. But uh, Tottenham uh, played Slavia Prague. Suchek is Europa. from Slavia Prague as well. Slavia yeah, Prague, both from the same. Yeah. I know they were both from the same team. I didn't know. He which did a one couple was. loan spells, but the, it was like 2017 when he was on loan. So he played Slavia at Slavia Prague the last like two seasons. And it's yeah, it's crazy to come it's for Czech, that. And, and they both just adapted really well. I mean, it's good that they had each other at West Ham, but they definitely both, helps. They both just adapted so well. So I, I have him Just as a six my... 6'4 monster. It's yeah. a great shout. He, a great shout. His numbers, I, I saw like a couple stats. It was like Suchet's numbers along with other midfielders earlier in the season. It was pretty crazy. Him up there. Dude, you couldn't stop him. Yeah. He was on... 
remarkable at one point. <laughs> he's so tall. I mean, he's huge. Fits great into that West Ham side, too. Like a glove with all those players. Sort of misfits. But, man, together they really are something else. Uh, if there was ever a safe pick to go with, I would say I went with it. I went Mason Mount. Kind of a fan favorite in this category, but... You know, I'll honestly say that he could also be one of those players that only—I don't want to say only showed up in the second half, but you only noticed him in the second half yeah, of the season. Yeah, and, and he didn't play well in the. Beginning. And yet, one of the things that I think everybody gives him credit for, and we always say too, you can really credit a player for working hard and for being an engine, but that can't be the the saving grace. For the role that the he player. was given, it was not. But yeah, in a team filled with phenomenal players. One of the things that went way under the radar was how many good players Chelsea has. I really think that that doesn't get talked about enough. He is a regular starter in the midfield amidst a great midfield, amidst a great team. He plays um, in a role that Ziyech drools over every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He fought tooth and nail to fight that to play that position at Ajax because Tadic played in that position. And Tadic, and Tadic moved up to like oh a center forward position. But, yeah. And then he finally got in. But before, it was like a fight between him to get in that Sitch role, and then he came to Chelsea. And, and it Mount seems just like took it. two Mounts now a player who only scores big goals. He picks up maybe an assist, or he just plays extremely well. But the only times he scores are massive goals or in one-goal games where he, it, it, he was the, he was the, the difference maker. Yeah, it's because that work ethic just really been impressed puts him in the best. Him. I think he's Chelsea's player of the season. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. I think so 100%. too. So. Yeah. I think, and I still think Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. fans rate him a little too highly on a world scale. I don't Home know. Grown, I call him world fly. class, but man, oh man, did he have a? He great has sense the potential to do that. It's just not you know there too. yet. Yeah. You can tell because he he is a regular starter. He does outwork so many players. He trains really well. I like that in a player as well. He never gets into trouble. Really, I mean, he just seems like an all around good dude. I love so. the video where it's him as a kid. He's like. Yeah, watch this. Top pins. Oh, he scores his free kick? Yeah. <laughs> Hit this right in the middle, just like Ronaldo. Watch this. <laughs> He's like, top pins, and then he hits it. And that was, that was, that was awesome. what, two years before he made his Chelsea <laughs> game? Yeah. So. His long, his Justin Bieber yeah. hair. I went Mount. I didn't really uh, go out on a limb here, but um, no, I mean, he would be my pick. It's a good so. shout. Moving on to we our forwards. to the goal scorers, the, 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 the game changers, the finishers. Who uh who was most adept? Connor, go go ahead, take us away. Uh, we all had the same striker, by the way. Harry Kane is yeah, leading the line for all of everybody us. Everybody had Kane. Led the league in goals and assists. Yep. At a questionable Spurs team, which is just Spurs without Kane would be fifteenth probably. He had injury, he had injury tr- <laughs> We'd be like tenth or eleventh. He also had injury Connor, troubles. Um, along the, the way, he missed some he time. Yeah. The tally that he put up is just insane. He missed some time. Deserved golden boot this year. Um, and some of the goals you scored. cannot stop this guy from scoring. It's just a pleasure to watch. Yeah, he's so deadly. Remember in front of when it. we? Oh man, I, that's why you know. I was where I'm looking back this morning when you you put the video in the group chat of the highlights of our live watch and I was like man I was really like losing my shit it was awesome I love I rewatched <laughs> like three like, times this that very well could have been the last time I saw like Sonny's my all time favorite player he's he's my favorite player to watch I get the most enjoyment out of seeing him play but Kane has kind of just been like a close second right there yeah Connor put candy in his Yeti to hoist this drink high enough because it was I, no, I, I had no idea no, that was I in there no worked well it's honestly it's ingenuity. Ingenuity. Sorry, here uh, you know, it was actually it was actually really bittersweet, you know? Like I, Gary Neville made a good point this morning is everyone hold your horses. We don't even know if Kane will get sold during this transfer window. There's a good chance, but we don't know. But, you know, when he was doing his final walk around, saluting the fans, I mean, 
we'll just we'll just never ever ever get a goal scoring striker like that ever again. We'll never. He's definitely going to beat Shearer's record. He'll go down as the best player Tottenham ever had. He'll go down as maybe one of the two or best strikers the Premier League ever had. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? If he does go somewhere, a, a lot of a lot of players have left Spurs in the last few years and won things. I'm not really happy for them because <laughs> there is. A lot of Erickson. tumultuous. Yeah, I mean, you know, Erickson just, he couldn't have just. He, All right, let's not get, let's not go get care. Yeah. He left and then he had a bunch more things to say. And okay. a lot of people just, you just leave and it becomes part of your career. That chapter ends. There's no point in looking back. And yeah. that's something that I know will never be a problem with Harry Kane. Yeah. And that's why when, when he goes and when he does win something, I will be really genuinely happy to see his armpits. I really will. I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that day. I wish you, I, I hope it's in a Spurs jersey still. But I'm excited to see the armpits in a it's, different kit. This is just like crazy statements. And I'll buy that kit. At all times. I'll buy that kit. Um, that's my that's my that's my parting. That's a fair shot. I, I mean, Kane. you said everything I was going to say about Kane. So yeah, the biggest thing keeping Kane at Spurs, I think, is just the business behind what that deal is going to have. Also, I, I the summer's all he, business. He that's is also hold very him comfortable at Tottenham. He runs the whole club. Also, he Spurs, could, Spurs' summer signings and managers, manager coming in is a huge difference maker. We if get, Kane has a say in who they bring in, we get Graham Potter. He should. Dude. He's like he's he a, should. Yeah, he's a he's a number one guy. He is our number one guy. You guys got to see that uh, Gary Neville interview with a golf. Gary Neville and Harry Kane go golfing. Oh, yes. I, love I, it. I, like I didn't watch the normal. full thing. But it's fantastic. <laughs> it really is. I don't want to plug a lot of other things on our podcast, but like it really was a fantastic, candid conversation. And Gary Neville's so class. He's yeah. so class. I love Gary Neville. He's so goddamn funny. team of the funny. season's a little questionable, but... And he sucks as a manager, but like anything other than that, like he's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but as a pundit, second to none. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big ask, right? Okay. Kane <laughs> is unanimous. Was Mo Salah unanimous? Nope. No. No. Okay, so I had Mo and you had Mo. I had Mo. You had Mo. Jalen. Twenty two uh, goals. You had Mares over Mo, and I also like that shout. So I'm I'm not it could have been either way for me. Mares holding was Mo so to a ungodly standard. No, it's not ungodly. You're holding Mo to a high standard, but but Mares It's was not it's so not ungodly fantastic. at all. It's not Mo ungodly. needs to score thirty goals to get in Jalen's team of the season. All right. Mo scored twenty two goals. Stop, stop, stop. He has twenty two goals. What was the number of goals he would have needed to score to get in your team of the season? No, Don't this say 30. is thirty. Just let him Mo, pick a number. Mo scored twenty two goals in a shitty ass season. <clears throat> we placed third. I, you I just want to know how many season. goals he would have needed you, to score. You had, like you guys you guys like obviously you guys had a shitty season. He scored goals in like four out of our last ten games, which got us points to take if us they, into the championship. Had, Jalen, if he had 25 goals, would you have put him in? Dude. <laughs> He's just saying that Salah missed a lot of listen, opportunities listen, this season. Wasn't Virgil, in his best goal scoring there, form. If Joe was there, if they had their full strength squad, he would have had way more goals than he does now. And he would How many goals? Give me a number. But like, how could you he take that against 20. him? It's not against him. It's like saying, why doesn't Messi get in the top, doesn't win a Ballon d'Or every year? They Messi's said, in the team of the season every year, though. No, but that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, yes, I set him to a higher standard. He could have done more, and he couldn't do it this season. That's, that's that, I agree with. I, I, I do I agree like with that. Right. I like that I'm shot. Just being I, I'm not I like, just wanna... I put Mo Salah in my team. I, I, I think because if I want a goal scorer, I'm going to put him in. He's There's a few yeah. picks where I saw that you guys had, and I went, oh, man. And I genuinely felt bad. I didn't make them for you as Harry Maguire and for you as Mares. Because for both of them, I think they definitely could have. 
Huh? You don't even want Salah, dude. I put him. I wrote him down. <laughs> he scored them. He had a great season, and I, and I don't want that to go had, under the radar. He had a good season. I think he had because a good season. Because maybe Liverpool didn't I think have he had a great season. season. He had a good, I, I agree with the whole statement. If Joe Gomez and Van Dyke were... Because the whole argument about the center back thing is it does... It has an effect, and it had an effect, but if he had more... if. Because stability, stability, if, so if Liverpool, stability, Liverpool yeah. had a stable yeah. team, his season would have been in all time. It would have been great. It would have been. He would have been challenging so, Kane. He would have been. And he had like, that. He and he's had Kane. that before. He did challenge Kane. No, he, he maybe. Oh, but, maybe but even he, beat but Kane. He, but, he ha- but he's had that yeah, before. We've seen like what he can. Miles better than Mo this season. When you look at the whole big picture, I know it's his goal scoring, but yeah. Like, but I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. Salah what plays was the season, what was the season yeah. they shared the trophy? It was thirty-one, right? It was or what? What was it? What was the season that he shared the trophy with Aubameyang and Kane? With the gold? No, boot? it was Aubameyang and Sadio. No, who's the yeah, gold? Yeah, they had. Boot. A, yeah, they had a oh, three-way. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. was that? What was the number that season? Like it was twenty something. It was late twenties. I don't think it was. Was it? I don't think it was that high. Was Sadio high? got it on weekends. Aubameyang got it <laughs> every other day. A lot uh, of flying. You better fly me that fucking thing out in two days. It's mine. I just know Mo Salah had, like a, divorce had a greater goal season than 20 years. Jeez, we got to work this out. Yeah, he broke Jeez, the goal scoring record. Yes, so he has that in his bag. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think if you look at some of the performances that Salah had during the season, no one's wrong other here. than goals, it was not the best. But, his, but Salah his, was his, still his, contributing. But his, his, contributing, well. yeah. Contri- I'm still, he still scored goals, so that's why I picked him. He scored goals. That's because I dude, goals City had nine other wingers that Pep would throw in like fucking children. Like, Ma- you know? So you picked Mars. My thing with Mars is that I think Mars, um, why he'd be a good asset. Mars is, is undefendable. It's, it's because his ability to create goals He's a different type of winger than Salah is. As soon as he does yeah, he's more than one winger. step over yeah, the defender, he, forgets he, what he's doing. He's going to cancel out two defenders and get Kane a goal. In your team, so yeah, I like this. I like both. I, I think they're both honestly they're different types of players. Salah won the Golden Boot with twenty two goals. I will say this is sort of a, this is sort of like a niche goals. a niche group, but like and thirty two was the remember when right Willian was at Chelsea and Willian's when he was at his strongest, it was the quick step to the left or right and shoot. He was so good at getting in the box and either going a That's sharp left does. or sharp right. Yeah, Mares does it, but it's so much smoother and he does Sleek. forty yeah. step overs before, but it's. Man, he he's one of my favorite players to watch, no doubt. Um, okay, so oh wait, so left winger. Yeah, well, oh. it's really just our third. Oh, I thought I thought, had I thought we were, oh, he okay, had okay. Mares, so it's really just who's our third. Yeah, Rashy, who's Rashford, our third guy? Rashford, Rashford. So I was the odd. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Ah. So will you guys talk about Rashford first? Uh, I. I picked Rashford. Wounded, walking wounded. Walking wounded. <laughs> so, the one shoulder wonder. <laughs> so in the, in the Prem alone, he had 37 appearances, 11 goals, 9 assists. Total 56 appearances, 21 Jesus goals, Christ. 15 assists. You look at his appearances, and obviously his, his goal-to-game ratio isn't the greatest, but alone... Because he played 1,000 games. The work, that's, like, that's like Ronaldo appearances the, numbers. The work, right rate, the work rate he puts in for, for his team... and. Some of the important goals that he scored. Is when Holly prints the team sheet, he just puts Rashford <laughs> in the Word document so that it automatically prints it out, and then he yeah, just fills in the rest. Everything else is auto fills. The is like, yeah. it's just Rashford, it's asterisks, yeah. every injury has. And it's when it prints list. out of the computer, it says Rashford already. <laughs> McGuire's hurt. We need to play center back. Marcus, how you feeling? <laughs> his goal involvement, it's I think. One day off, coach. <laughs> Please. I, I think I think his goal involvement's also just huge too. Like he maybe doesn't get an assist every game, but he him in the build up is very important. 
and his ability to drive out defenders is he's one of the deadliest in the league. He's a 24 year and old, 36 while, year while old. While playing with two broken hamstrings, it really he's makes, a veteran. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> 15. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I just think his work rate, his goal, his game, um, his appearances all season long, and what he's asked to do for United a lot of the time, um, stepping up in big games is why he's in my team this season. He's still so fucking young, and I hope he just doesn't have injuries that plague him because he plays so many games. While he's in the same, like give him a rest. <laughs> I, I would say his biggest, like my biggest thing with him this season that I really was like, oh wow, is, I think it's his nine assists. I think yeah, there's a lot of having assists, that yeah. that that contribution as a winger because you don't always see that. Yeah, because like he's not totally goal scoring. He's not totally just says he's like, your perfect. He's like kind of like a Sancho. He's very, yeah. yeah, he's very balanced and just like. But he's also so direct, which is weird. Yeah, like when the ball's on his foot, you he think is, he's you think he, he's if, always only going he, for goal. Yeah, if when he he's had a touch ball. of finesse, a touch of subtlety, he would easily be above that eleven goal mark. Yeah, but he's just pure power, pure just run at you. Like, what are you gonna do? There's so, times where he, he is, does have a. There's time touch. where he's sleek. He is like slick in a lot of those one on one. Like, like so. the goal he had against Crystal Palace when he fakes with his left, goes right. Oh no, not Chris Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. yeah, yeah. He has stuff like that, and then he ran him, and then there's goals where he just like smashes it into the net. Oh yeah, like, absolutely like on a breakaway, absolutely he just breaks the net. Rather than <laughs> talking it on a breakaway, he just like I'm blasting us at the fucking goal. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Tristan, um, you're eleven. You're eleven. Yeah, time. my uh, winger here was also my young player of the season, and that was Mister Phil Foden. Phil. I, the only problem is he's not a left winger. You how are you going to put him? And you know what? Too is I actually. When we've done these, we've made these teams in the past. I've had, I've taken great exception when a player's move from one side of the field to the other. Like when we did it, any combined eleven with Spurs and somebody else, and like Son was Son on, would get was put on. somewhere, yeah, it would yeah. really, really irk me because I'm like, that just you, you can't just, you know, at, at some point you're just shoehorning somebody into your eleven and like it's that's, you that's FIFA. That's like FIFA. Like yeah, no, that's right, exactly. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Even in FIFA, you're like, yeah, but that's not really a strong foot. Like that really wouldn't be where he goes. So it was really tough for me to make this pick, yeah. and my old pick was Mane, and I kind of like that pick too. So it's such a bad pick. It wasn't that bad a pick. Mane had a very bad dude, It's so. I'm bad. a Liverpool guy, and he had a bad season. He but, but, admitted is, he opened is that seriously. I don't want to talk about Mane because he wasn't seen, but is that really what a bad Mane season looks like? Because that's still pretty goddamn good. Dude, that, was bad, that was a bad. So that was important. a bad winger season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, but he, 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 it's because I, I, I think you look I at it as like he has the quality. He has a quality. He had the, the yeah. final. He has the no, quality yeah, still. I mean, he got us too. He's, he's definitely he's a big player for us. Like I, I think Jota would have been starting over him if Jota was healthy all season. Well, um, and just like, I mean, it's just form in front of goal was so subpar. I mean, this season. either way, I think Phil Foden is. The second coming of Wayne Rooney, honestly, in terms of his just him be, again. I I love the term footballers footballer, and I use it for Emil Smith Rowe a lot because it's like a guy I picture seeing playing, you know, five aside at the park and just tearing everybody up. He knows how to do everything raw from a raw footballing ability. I just I don't think you can do better than Phil Foden. I love the things about him on the training ground. He always has a ball at his feet. That's always how he's been since he's been a little kid. I mean his. Raw ability to be able to go into that city team again. One of those to be able to break into that eleven every single week in and week out, which is something he more or less did most of this season, is so impressive in itself. He's already so intense. He's a gamer. He he wants to win and loves the badge. The city's one of those you know oil money FC teams where maybe not everybody loves the badge as much as they should, but he really is a city guy through and through. So 
He did nothing but impress this season. Absolute issue in Champions League and Premier League. Uh, he's a player far beyond his years, and it's it's cool to think when we're all forty five and still doing this podcast, the things <laughs> we'll be saying about Phil Foden. Then you know, like what when he's when he's at the end of his career, all the things he's won, all the goals he's scored, all all, all the good he's done, you know, for that club. So uh, for he, me, he, for me, it was a tough pick, but it was the pick I made. I like your Rain, Rain Rooney analogy. I think he's. I think he's a David Silva and Wayne Rooney combined. A guy who's walking all the time. He's another player that can score and you know yet I mean? provide. He has that sleek team. and like Spanish it's not playing. Sleek. It's like a bulldog. It's no, like no, somebody no, pissy he, and like, no. He has that. He has that like that fluid playing ability, but he's also raw like Wayne Rooney. And obviously, Wayne Rooney had plenty of quality on the ball, but he was more known for his tenacity. Yeah, I, I like I like the Wayne Rooney comparison. I never thought about it like that. I like that word raw, and 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 I just used it. I think naturally, like. I think raw in a lot of other sports is is paints sort of a negative connotation. Like, yeah. oh, there's a high ceiling, there's a lot of potential. But raw when it comes to like footballing is like raw ability and like it's unteachable. That's not something you can like teach yeah. to somebody who's yep. just a game. Like Ray was like defined bulldog. But Phil right. Foden has a little bit of that in him. It's just got, he's got a better haircut. He has, that's yeah. all. <laughs> I'll, give him, I'll give him a Phil and a Scolzi. I think that would be my and, comparison. Yeah. I mean, Fo- Foden also isn't, yeah, he's like small like Skulls. So like yeah. he can't. Small, like, he small can, like Silva too. He yeah. can't be that bulldog. So he has to, he can be, he can be that workhouse workhorse just like Mount kind of is. But he has to ooze that little bit more class to take him to the next tier player, yeah. which he he's he great has. at. Yeah. I mean, his finish. He, dude, he talks those little like toe poke balls that he scores. Is yeah, like, and then, yeah, he'll blast it in the back of the net. He, he's going to be my, fun to watch. He also pick, has like three league titles already. Why, 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 why I didn't pick Phil Foden was because he just, he he got hot in February. It wasn't all season long. So. And he had a lot of, made a lot of noise in the Champions League. Yeah, a lot of his best performances were in the Champions League. But he's going to have a, phen- next season is going to be scary. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Terrifying. He needs to be a three six five guy though. He, yeah. If he's not, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna question and be get, like, "What yeah. are you gonna do?" Because you got. Yeah. If Pep doesn't pick him, then there's something Pep else. Pep did say on. he is the only player on City he would not sell for any amount of money. He did say that a couple of seasons ago. There's no amount. There's no price that you could put on his head that I would get rid of this kid. He no. I, it's got to be more on Pep, but also like. He has to, yeah, he has but to play. There's like, he has to but play. Like, like, there's not much more Phil can do himself to put himself out there. But it's just like. You got like he has to be a perennial. If Pep does not play him next season, he should consider leaving. If Pep does not play I him, I don't think he'll do that. I, I mean, Pep's too loyal. No, to no, Pep. no. Pep, if I think Foden, if Pep told Phil Foden to hide a body Foden for him, say, Phil if Foden is not going to play next season, Foden should leave. Which, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? What do you, I, dude, I, he's no, playing. No, 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 no. I, get, I get the point you're trying to make, Andrew. If, if he's going to be, if he's going to be, he is good enough at this point. To if he, be able we to talked make about him argument. being a generational talent. If he's a generational talent, he needs to play three six five, like Jalen said. He needs to play every game. If he should consider his future, if he's not going to get played next season, he's he's playing in the biggest games for City though. From February on, bro, he didn't play at all in the beginning of the season. He has to play three six five. That's not three six five. February to May. Maybe what was this? I mean, maybe Dude, my, he wasn't informed. My, my point is, if he does to not just get up and leave City after everything they've done, and he's going to go play in a Champions League final this oh my season. God, like, dude, you you love to be the devil's advocate, bro. He, if he does not play, he should consider leaving. It's that simple. If you do, not, if you I are think, this, I think the point you're trying to make is this: that he has proven himself to be a good enough point, player yeah. to where he can make that. It's kind annoying of to not call. to watch him not play every game. I think you're making you're making the point in a sort not a roundabout way, but a way that maybe. Connor's going, well, I don't know if that necessarily makes a whole lot of sense, but right. just 
It doesn't I, I make, get what you're trying to say. It does make sense if you want to do something with your career. Like, now, obviously, he for owes yourself. a lot to City. Like, he's not going to be like, yeah, fuck you guys. No, but he's like, no, right. I'm, not, I'm, not saying, like, know, I'm not saying he should like be a dick he, about it. He sh- he's like 20, 20, 21, 21, bro. 21, 21. I'm not saying he should leave. I'm like, I'm not saying he's like, fuck you guys and walk out. It should be more of like, what's going on? Like, he's a player that, like, Mason Malkin's playing at the time. Obviously, he's 22. Rashford was playing week in, week out most of the time at age 20, 21. It's just like you... Look at City's lineup, though. I just think... He's, he's better than... What do you mean, bro? Look at that lineup. He Rashford, when he was playing week in and went out, week out, it was like... Bro, he has so United much United didn't have the disposal he, of wingers that... Foden has United the ability has. to become the new David Silva at City. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Thank Foden you. has the quality to become the new I know. David Silva. I'm just saying he should reconsider what is going on with his future. But he's steadily had greater and greater involvement. Look at Holland. Holland is fucking Phil Foden up. since the time he was 18. Okay. Mbappe. I can keep going. Dude, you're not even fucking listening. Because I have to Phil hear- Foden has had a steady involved a steadily growing involvement in the side at City. Okay. Two years ago he didn't play as much. Last year he played more. This season he played more and he's playing in the he biggest bar- games. Until February. He's picking, February. He's February. Playing in the biggest games for Manchester City. Didn't even play every single weekend. He's going to play in the fucking Champions League final. Why would you get up and walk away from that? I'm not telling him. I'm not saying just walk away. I'm just saying reconsider. Think about what what is going on. If Pep does not play him. That's crazy. Pep does play him. Not every not every weekend, bro. He's not played every him every weekend oh since god. February. Uh, no, he hasn't. No, he, there's games he's been left on the bench for. Because City need to rest players. Oh my god. They're playing in three competitions. No, bro. You were so wrong. Did, so wrong. Did we get everybody on the front line? Yeah. Foden, Kane, Mo, yeah. Mares, Rashford. Yep. So Those uh, were the only four. Oh, you said Mo. Mo. Yeah. On a lighter note. <laughs> we do have Okay, so I kind of oh, oh, we still have three more things. We can, it's not that. It's we not can kind of we can quickly run through those if you yeah. got, I mean, we already definitely talked yeah. about all these players, so does everybody want to say their individual awards? 12th man, that one. Okay, so player of the season. Everybody will go around and say that. Oh, Kane, oh. I said Kane. I said Diaz. Diaz. Kane. Okay, young player this season. I said Foden. 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 I said Foden. Neto. I said Neto. You said Neto. It's a good shout. He played a lot of no, games. We're not going to jump to the next topic. Uh, give me like a sixty second. City would try be, and convince me. City would be the same without Foden. Okay. Wolves would not have been the same without Neto. Foden. I mean, Neto played a million Influence. games too. So many games this season. They they wouldn't have beat Chelsea. That would have the, the Chelsea game that got Lampard sacked. True. Also, his quality is just like insane. I like that show. His 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 goal, his goal is just just before, he, before he got injured. With you like Neto? Yeah, he's unreal. He's, he's beyond so wolves. fun to watch. Yeah, he is. Beyond it sucks wolves. he got that knee injury, but before that knee injury, he was Who knows? he was he honestly having he could have had a player of the month type of season because he was pretty much bagging a goal. The season and an we, were, we were in Florida and we were watching him against. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what team it was, but he. He was just like you just like can't touch Chelsea. him, but no, it yeah, wasn't that was Chelsea. My player of the season. No, no, I like it. it was uh, manager of the season, I said David Moyes. I said David Moyes, Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers. Pep's like the Despite obvious. Despite not finishing in the top four, he won you a guys trophy. Brendan Rodgers. He won a trophy. Okay, Lesser City. <laughs> also, the injuries was no. like yeah. yeah, the injuries that Lesser City no, had for them to for finish fifth place. Yeah. You know, and even for them to be like, oh, Leicester finished out of top four. Just the fact that the expectation was there for them to be top four is insane. I, yeah. you know, I didn't pick Tuchel for that reason because the, the end of the season fluster. So I just have to. He also only managed like 15. The only, the only person I, I, I can't put Pep there just because I don't think Pep 
did anything different but his transfers. I, I can only say yeah. the only thing, the one thing spent, he maybe could have done more. different was the was when he went three back and would move Cancelo to the midfield. That's something different yeah, that I didn't like notice. Tactical changes, but other than that, like Pep did not change yeah. anything to assist. As much as like I praise Pep as a manager and everything, it's like. All right, dude. Like it's the same as his standards just too high. I can't expect him to do anything more different than he already does now. And like any manager, probably could have coached that team to. They also were playing poor in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I guess like this is the first time Pep has had his team, but it's like, all right, he brought in Ruben Diaz, signing of the season, no doubt, player of the season, whatever, definitely like up in the air. This isn't his best career, but it's it's also his best season, dude. You bought your twelfth defender. And it finally worked. Like, yeah. It's not. It's not until like, February. Oh. This was the most adversity that Pep has ever faced. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think Brendan Rodgers, having done so much, he gets so much stick and no praise at so at whatsoever. He's still getting stick yeah. that they like. Oh, Brent, Brendan Rodgers needs to be labeled just a good manager, not a great one. And it's like Claudio Ranieri's fucking goaded in manager history for yeah. winning a title. Like Leicester City uh, winning an FA Cup is also. Admirable, like also building, qualifying you to be better than a good. Also, had, he built he built that whole he's built this whole team. They honestly might even have more injuries than Liverpool has, has yeah. had this season. I'm pretty sure they might. At, at it's for like time for neck. time, it's yeah. like it's neck like total number like, of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Segments, part, it's like all affecting parts of the season. It was like in Didi, and then it was Madison and Didi. They literally have James first, Justin, Harvey Barnes. Have a first season team, and they have a second season half of the team. Yeah, yeah. that's how different oh, it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Vardy's only in the second. Oh, half Ricardo season. Pereira was like out for most of the season. Yeah, he, Perez, I think he had an injury for a little while as well. He's yeah, boof. He, he's underperformed big he's time. Super boof. He was uh, really good. I can't stand him. Okay, uh, twelfth man, which was a hot topic of discussion. No, it was a press report. <laughs> First, they went to player you'd bring off the bench. No, I would. I thought we were on that. Which, by the way, to listeners, okay. You'd go Gareth Bale. You'd go Danny Welbeck. I had to explain this to everybody. Danny Welbeck, everybody, Danny like, Danny Welbeck started. Don't look too much into it. I'm just saying, <laughs> people you'd bring off the bench in like the 75th minute when you needed a bag of gold. Honorable mention, man. But 12th man, you know, honorable mention. Yes. I went Yuri Tillemans. I just spent the first five minutes talking about how much I loved him, so I don't need to rehash that, but that's who I picked. Jack Grealish, even being out for the last third of the season, still has probably the... M- not the most take-ons completed, but probably the most drawn fouls. Villa was awful without Different him. Different team. <laughs> Literally terrible. A relegation team. Terrible without him. Without him. Um, and he still has one of the highest goal involvements or just assist tallies despite the number of games he's played. It's like it's De Bruyne level because De Bruyne and Jack Grealish have a similar number of games, but their contributions to the team are... De Bruyne has a slight edge, but it's like neck and neck. And that just... Dude, Grealish was f- unplayable. Absolutely be, unplayable. Must be the Cavs. I, w- I would have had Grealish on my team this season if he wasn't injured. Um, Phil Foden. I, we talked about him. I, mm-hmm. argue, I argued on my behalf. I argued about it with Connor. We already so. know how much you love Phil Foden. Yeah. And uh, I love him too. I put Salah. There you go. It's my best for him. There you go. Sorry, And those are the awards. Those are the teams in it. Uh, again, on a lighter note, I kind of just, there. I feel like there's three clear goal of the season candidates. We can kind of just pick our favorite and go through them. The first one was Manuel Lanzini versus Spurs to tie the game at three. But what a moment! For for the the for, the <laughs> that one was thing the was craziest to tie game the to watch game, live. But the goal itself was incredible. Are we you at know, the bar? Where were we? I don't even. Remember. I was at home. I was I just at home watching. shitting on Tristan. <laughs> were we? I at? was in my room. There's a nice chunk of no. It was a, it was a weekday. I'm pretty that. sure. And what I thought we were at. 
Uh, Jake and Joe's. Doesn't matter where you were. It oh, was a no, crazy goal. No, maybe you were. No, I you're right. Know, I, I, was with, I, remember, I thought I was with Kaylee that day. Um, I don't know if I watched. Yeah. I mean, it was an absolutely horrible day for Spurs and Spurs fans. But, uh, I mean, the goal was itself incredible, especially the, the moment oh to God. tie the game. Okay, so there was Lanzini versus Spurs. There was Allison versus West Brom, which, I mean. That was my goal of the season. There isn't really a comparison you can make with any other sport in terms of the rarity of that situation and Allison. Also, it was like the first. It was the first time a goalkeeper in the Premier League. You, know, you realize how important scored a goal off a header goal was too. Oh yeah, we, so it was just a generally massive. He, he goal. broke. He broke history doing that yep. too. So, and then we have Eric Lamella. Tottenham. Oh Arsenal. my god! I completely forgot about that. That was that was my goal of the season. So, I mean, I guess again, this is really not something to argue about, but. You have to decide how important the goal was or just how sexy the goal was, how impressive the goal was. I feel like if you go from a, a sexiness, it's Lamella. If you go from... If you go for technique, it's Lanzini. Lanzini. Because that also got a if point you go, for West Ham. If you, go for what it, if, if you go for what it's meant, it was Allison's. Yeah. So there's been a lot pretty but, good technique on the Spur, header though. I mean, I mean, Son, <laughs> you fucking this guy over here. The long range Son, goal. Son versus Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a good. But one. I, I just, I have such an issue putting that in the same category as fucking like a keeper scoring or even even the Lanzini goal, dude. And oh my, my God, I don't know te- that, just, that goal, the Lanzini goal, is like Puskas Award level. Yeah. Was yeah. there any good backheel goals? I can't even remember. No, I mean a lot of good backheel back passes, heel. but oh, what's his name scored the? I mean, Farron Torres scored that fucking oh, scorpion yeah. kick. Matt type. Lowden was one of the ones on that list, but I don't remember what goal it was that he scored. Jesse Lingard, Jesse Lingard, Lingard had a worldie. Yeah. Yep, Bruno yeah. had the goal against Everton. You could say Cavani. Kane. You could say Cavani's goal last weekend was even up though there. He was off sides. Oh, Kane yeah, Swinger. Yes. Yes. I remember that goal too. That was incredible. There were tons of There's a lot of good goals. There's a lot of there Sky Sports and whoever like NBCSN are going to do like a uh, best goals of the season video. It's going to be long. Like, I, <laughs> I just sit there and drool for yeah. 20 minutes. I look for it. I look for it. Not, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Down to my head, I go Lanzini. I go Lanzini. I go Lanzini. Just cuz the old Diana yeah. Hill for the Allison goal. I go yeah. I go Lamella. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, that was fun, guys. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. We covered everything. I'm trying to think if there's anything we forgot to do, but I'm pretty sure we... Fuck you, Connor. <laughs> yeah, we were recording oh, yeah. the schedule. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. That Let us fun. know. We posted on Instagram, so please leave a comment if you disagree. Check out our YouTube. Uh, we'll be on Twitch. Uh, Old Magoons. Twitter, Instagram. Old Magoons. Uh, Saloon. Old Magoons this Saturday at 2.45, going live on Twitch. Uh, at Old Magoons in Somerville, Champions Mass. Champions League final. You guys best be City watching. City versus Chelsea. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a fun opportunity for the podcast itself, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I know we will. Plenty of drinks. Oh, yeah. Plenty of people. Food. Looking forward Food to it. Delicious. Oh, yeah. No dog in this fight. Stress-free watch. Yeah, it's going to be such a <laughs> it's going to be such a relaxing game for all yeah. of us. I mean, maybe not. Maybe me. I have more ties because of City. I don't want City winning, but. Yeah. Um, I don't want them either, but. Yeah, we'll see. At the end of the day, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just, we're ready for it. So, guys, stay tuned, and we'll see you guys very soon. Take care. Cheers. You're.